ladies and gentlemen, you guys are welcome. Verbalize True. This is your host, Ant. And this is Sherry Sharif. God, this is the first episode for the Verbalize True podcast. And we just want to open the door, you know, kind of show you guys something different in the average podcast. Kind of just break the ice as we formulate this through the rest of the season. All right. So, it's the end, God. Got my co host here. Share what you got for us tonight. So basically, we just want to just come in and let you guys know what the podcast is all about. Um, I'm me and Anthony, this is my husband. This is his podcast. I'm just here to support him right now. Um, so basically, um, what inspired you to start this podcast? Uh, honestly, for me, you know, I've been looking at a lot of media within the culture, just seeing different things out in the atmosphere. Biggest thing for me is just being able to advocate and communicate on some of the things I say and kind of be a voice. So in order to be a voice, you have to hear the voice. So I just want to see what are the thoughts from the people and what are the different things that we can bring to bring insight to the community, to everybody in the world. That's good information. Also, um, what we're planning to do, we just this is the open dialogue. Um, we're going to start inviting people into the podcast, friends, um, just anybody that just want to input. Um, People like to talk. I know me personally, I love to talk. And so Anthony can, you know, just about it. I love to talk. I love to speak. You know, I just love to know what people are feeling. And so I think this is a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm all for it. All right. So in a nutshell, you know, we got all been to stay home coming, coming up. Shout out to the HBCU. Big fan of them. Um, Gregory from one, from one of them. So I definitely support them. Um, like I say, right now, just some some of this regular topic is good. Um, just an icebreaker, what you got? I got plenty of icebreakers. Give me some questions. Give me some Q&A. I got you. And we go through the media, we see a lot of things going on in the world, from different things between Kanye West, Charleston White, T.I., you also have different things going on where it's causing a lot of different promotion within the industry. And we look at it, you know, before we always choose out, let's always do the whole story. I mean, we figure it out, see what's going on. And not be so quick to judge. Sometimes we be so quick to judge that we miss out on the, the story that they're trying to do. And just speaking on like Kanye West and the things that I see, like, um, like lately I've just been joining to like the mental, like, um, especially for men, they go through so much. And you know, us as women sometimes, I'm not, I'm all for me. Let me tell you, I'm all for women. I know we also go through a lot, but sometimes I just feel like men also go through things where they're not open enough to speak on it. Even with the whole Kanye West situation, I just feel like Kanye West is a dope artist. I just love Kanye West, honestly. I just feel like he just has some mental stuff going on, breakdown. And, you know, us on the outside looking in from our culture, we're like, what, well, you know, like, what the hell, you know, because it's somebody that we idolize and look up to. So, you know, things like that, we seeing it in the media. And, you know, sometimes. <clears throat> Someone like that can just hold so much stuff in so when they do speak on it or they do speak out, it just sounds like, it sounds crazy to us as a culture. So, you know, that's one thing also I would like to speak on. And um, and, and what you think about, what you think about that? I mean, for me, you know, when it comes down to the way men express themselves, 
sometimes us as men, we try to hold things in. We try not to speak on a lot of different things. And we just try to be that strong man and fight through whatever it is and just be tough. And sometimes it may be a cry for help when we do get vocal or just be saying, hey, I need you. So, like I said, it's different for everybody. I can't speak for all men. But even for myself, you know, sometimes I just I just hold it inside and keep moving. Because I don't want to be judged. I don't want to seem, appear to be lesser, lesser, lesser than just because of the perception or the presentation of the message. So I always try to be conscious of what I say and what I do because I know people are watching, people are looking, and people are judging based on what they see. That's good information. Okay, and then it's like just some other stuff. Like we're just going to hit on all topics. Like uh, me and we are a very young couple. Like we've been married for nine, almost nine years now. And so we got married very young. And so, of course, we like we've been through a lot of stuff. And people probably be like, you know, why they still together? I never looked at it like that. I just looked at it as a growth situation because me too, we have two totally different backgrounds where we come from. Honestly, like we're at two separate entities like I feel like my husband is nothing like me he didn't go through the things I went through but you know a lot of times we clash on some things so like this is just like we're just going to be truthful and honest if you guys want input or if you want to speak on a topic or you feel like you want to ask a question we're open book and like we just here to you know just be here for the people like what you want hey and, and good thing you know if y'all got anything that y'all want to hear about y'all have discussed Send it over to me. I will definitely put it in the next uh, episode, and we can discuss it in detail. Um, I know the future is going to be a point where we start inviting guests to kind of join us and speak about different issues, different things going on, and just kind of just speak that verbalized truth, that underlying, unbiased, unconscious truth. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I mean, if we talk anything other than that, then it's BS, and I would not sell you guys any BS. Okay, well, you know, that's all I have right now. I know this was a quick little intro, but we definitely come in 100% full throttle behind this. I'm definitely supporting my husband. Regardless of what he want to do, I'm going to be there 10 toes down. I got your back. And, um, you know, if anybody liked the idea, I mean, I know we just posted a few videos the other day. And we got a lot of good positive feedback, even in our inbox. It's like, hey, y'all start a podcast. And we never really thought of doing anything like that, but, you know, Hey, it really was like, you know, I want to try it out. And so I'm all for it because I like to talk, like I said. So um, welcome to Verbalized Truth. I'll always be here to support, and you got it. All right, and there you have it. Like I said, Verbalized Truth is going to be the biggest and hottest thing coming out. We're definitely coming from the number one spot. And like I said, my thing is to give back to the community. I'm a number one supporter of HBCU, number one supporter of the black culture. And I stand, I stand for what I stand for. That's just what it is. Um, I say, at the end of the day, we're human. And we also have to go through something to get through something. With no further ado, I want to open up some icebreaker questions just to kind of just kind of break the ice. You know, like I say, trying to show you an open dialogue on who we are, how we are, and just kind of get some insight back. Okay, so I have a question for you, Anthony. I'm just going off of some little stuff I pulled up. Um, what are some personal goals for you? Like, what is something that you want to see? Ah, something for me. <laughs> uh, personal goals for me, uh, I would say number one is to 
be successful, rich, black man. I think that's the number one task for every man in America. And I'm going to speak for the masses just simply because that's everybody's objective. You know, we always come out, we do what we do, and everybody wants to sit back and be to say, hey, I'm the top dog. But that's my number one. Um, secondly, for me is to be able to provide enough for my wife, my family, and be able to give back. I mean, there's no point in having so much money to a point you don't give back to your community where you come from or to the community that you currently stay in. It's not that you're looking back or going back in the past, but also about elevating everybody around you. Uh, I believe in the theory that if I succeed, everybody around me succeed. So win and win. And that's just how I look at life. Um, for me, um, like I said, the most part, I want to run my own company. I'm looking at starting maybe two or three businesses that I have been projecting for a while now within the transportation industry, within the stock market. I'm just kind of just... Kind of taking advantage of what's out here. Okay. And then... And what about you, Sherry? So, personal goals for me, I'm more so of an entertainer. If you guys don't know, I'm Sherry Cherie. I'm an author, songwriter. Um, I do everything. Like, I'm multi-talented, you guys. Like, I love to entertain. I love to talk. I love to inspire people. I love to uplift people. I love all of it. And so, you know, that's where I'm coming from. I'm just trying to just... Get myself out there. I just been sleeping on myself for a very long time, but I know that I'm very talented. So, you know, this would take start this podcast so that I can just hear this beautiful voice and get to know me and my personality. It is what it is. I'm all in for it, 100. Okay. Hey, there you have it. What else you got for us tonight, Sherry? Okay, so the next question is: Is um, what makes you insecure, Anthony? Like, what makes you feel like you know? You ain't that guy. Sometimes, like, everybody has insecurity. I would say, as a man, the big insecurity that any man may have is feeling like they're lesser than or they don't have it. And I think that's the biggest thing that stands out amongst guys. It's always our pride, always our stability. It's always about the bag at the end of the day. You know, you want to always be able to say, I can do it when I want to do it, how I want to do it, where I want to do it. So I think insecurity all gonna lies and that unconscious do I have it or not. And we can always identify what it is when you say you have it. But to be able to do whatever, whenever, however, whatever, it's a bit different. Um, like I said, we can always sit here and talk and say, Okay, well, I wanna have a hundred thousand dollars. But then you go find a car that costs seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So like I say, unlimited wealth is always, you know, just that one for me. That that's that's that driver of insecurity. I will also agree, like, I'm not insecure about pretty much anything but getting some money. Like, if I don't have no money, I'm sad. So, you know, like I love it. That's the only <laughs> I'm just being <laughs> she ain't lying. I need that money and I need it now, like whatever. You know, so I mean, me as a woman, I'm not the most beautiful woman. I see a be- I see a lot of beautiful women. You know, like it is what it is. They're beautiful. I'm beautiful. I don't I don't hate on nobody. I just feel like God made everybody in his own way. And everybody got to own their own beauty. You know, so beauty is nothing like I'm not insecure about the way I look, the way I talk, the way I dress. I, I actually love beautiful people. I think like I said, everybody beautiful in their own way. So beauty is not one of my insecurities. 
Um, now, I can say I'm a little hot-headed sometimes, and I mean, I wish that could change, but you know, you know, sometimes people trigger you, and it is what it is. That's not an insecurity of mine, that's just me. But I'm really, if I'm, my money ain't right, I'm insecure. <laughs> I hear it every day. So, Sure, I got a question for you. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done on a date? Uh, I don't think I've been on a date. Really? I'm just, I ain't no chicken on a date? <laughs> I mean, we've been on a date, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, I can't remember because before you, yeah, I'd never been on a date. And me and you always, we be chilling. I don't think I had no embarrassing moments on no date. I can second that. I don't think I've ever been on a date. Not what? Time. I don't think I've been on dates like that. I've probably been on a couple. couple. With, with who? It don't even matter at this point. <laughs> I would say the most embarrassing thing that probably ever happened to me, though, was this wasn't a date, but I went somewhere to see someone and I had to use the restroom. So it was immediately me going to use the restroom. I think that was me. <laughs> no, yeah, so it was an embarrassing class act because now I got to walk out and try to represent myself after I just don't tore down the bathroom. Okay, okay. Oh, man. Now, that is why, you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> I think that's why I got through these nine years together. Because <laughs> you what? <laughs> well, I ain't gonna say that on here. I'm gonna be nice tonight, y'all. I'm telling you. Okay. What's one thing I feel? What's one thing you feel like you can't live without? <sighs> That's pretty simple. I mean, one thing I feel like I can't live without is a family to come home to. At the end of the day, we can always sit here and say, I'm living in life I'm living a dream world but you know when you lonely you lonely so not having anyone to come home to nobody to wait up on you no kids coming to greet you it's give you that all feeling like dang you know I've got that at a point where I got tired of coming home to an empty house to a cold one bedroom law with AC on and it was just like, wow, this is my life, you know. So it's one of those things like being able to come on to someone or something always, you know, give you more reason to live. What about you? Well, what do you have, Sherry? So I can honestly say one thing I can't live without. Deli on. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I can't live without for real is my um my family. My my family, I love family like I love my children. I love my husband, my mom. Like, you know, it's like your mom is something unconditional. Like, you know, if you have a mom, y'all hold on to your mom. My mom will call us every day, all day. Even if I'm at work, I'm 35 years old. My mom will call in and seeing where you at or did you make it home? That's just like the type of person she is. So if you see it, she wanted to check on you. Like, y'all don't take stuff like that for granted. Um... The biggest thing to me is family. Like, I know people might not be big on family. This world we live in is more big on social media than family. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you don't have all that stuff, your family going to really come through for you. And that's just how I feel about it. And I ain't going to change how I feel. It's just my way of thinking. I know people, the, the way we live now is, oh, I don't need my family. But that's not me. I love my family. I need my family. Yes, I might be upset with them at times. 
Yes, they might piss me off, but, you know, at the end of the day, if something was to happen to somebody that I really love, that really would just hurt me. So, you know, I'm not like that. I can't. Hey, hats off to you. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying Verbalized Truths. Right now, we're just going to play a little something for you guys to just keep y'all engaged with us. I hope y'all enjoying the conversation because um, I'm definitely enjoying talking. Like, we, this is all we do. We love to talk. So, we're just going to play a little 30 seconds for you guys, and we'll be back with you shortly. We'll probably take a two-minute break and just just give you guys a, just a brief for a minute as we reset. All right. Thank you, guys. Continue this series, you know, this is going to be our first episode, so it'll be probably shorter than the rest of the episode, and it's just, this is a rough draft, you know, hey, this is going to be unfiltered, uncut, unaltered content that you guys will receive, this will be something that you guys can provide some insight on, hey, give me some reviews, give me some rating, let me know how we're doing. Okay, so we're going to heat it up a little bit because me and Ed, like, y'all, we be lit sometimes. So let's just go on and heat it up real quick. So, right. Ed, like, what what you feel about this social media? Like, what you feel about, because, like, people, we go through this. All, anybody in a relationship, I'm sure y'all had this question. You had this argument with your significant other spouse, husband, wife, whoever. What you think about um, other men on your wife posts, partying, liking, commenting in. How you feel about that? If I was to be give you guys the verbalized truth, do I like it? No. But it's a reality, yes. I mean, some people like that attention. But at the same time, and I speak for my God, if we was to post some content and we have females or young ladies that are responding back with hard eyes, commenting, oh, we're going to have the night talk through. So... <laughs> it's two different playing fields when we start talking about social media platforms. Because on the, on the flip side, when it comes down to the men, yeah, we're more nonchalant. We're brushing like, yeah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But to the spouses, the girlfriends, the fiance, you guys want to take our head off. So when it comes down to you guys, it can always be, oh, what men being men. Just because, you know, with the social media content, of course, you got men that are going to come up on your post, they're going to like, they're going to comment. And to a point, once they get disrespectful, that's when most of the guys are going to get involved, such as myself. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing, hey, it's going to look anyway. Ain't nothing wrong with looking. But once you step out of line and start inserting yourself and try to make that that, that aggressive pass and approach, yeah, it's going to be there with the stop button. You know, so honestly, that's my take on it. Social media have done a fair share of troubles in my time just because, you know, from people that would come in and like or view or vote or just continue to just like every content that I post. 
and then I'm having an argument with them my relationship, having bring an issue with them my house that I don't need. So for me, it's always going to be that way. Share it for you. Well, for me, I think as um, women, I think some women know what they be doing, honestly. And then some women, you know, they be genuinely happy. But some of these hoes, I'm going to say how I feel. Y'all hoes to be trying it. But I ain't going to speak. Do what you want to do. Just if you get out of pocket, just know I'm getting out of pocket with you. I'm telling you, that's just how I roll. But um, as far as like sometimes with me, I know I love to post on social media. I just love to post. Like, I, me and my husband were two different people, like, when it comes to social media. But sometimes, honestly, I can say nobody don't really be bothering me like that, but my husband might think otherwise. But they don't really. Nobody really don't bother me, honestly. But if they do, I think as men sometimes, if you know the type of woman you with and if you know who you are, you know, who belongs to you, then basically... That shit should roll off your shoulder. That should be more so of a compliment to you than anything. That's just how I feel. But I can't say that I'm 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 being I'm not being fair because if it was the other way around, I'm be pissed off. Will and ears. <laughs> and so you know, well I mean I've had it happen to me all the time. Like I fight a lot of battles over my husband, and I think more so a lot of women are attracted to married men. Don't know why. This just how it's always been. Like. I think more so that women think married men commit, so they love them. She. So let's get on now. Now you don't open up that you don't open up a open up something. So let's talk about it. You say that you feel like women are attracted to married men. Mm-hmm. So before you was married, were you attracted to married men? I never been attracted to married men, and there are two type of women. There are women that don't give a fuck, and there are women that love married men. Then you got the women like me, shit. I ain't never been attracted to no married man because I, I, my mom and my dad been married for years. So, you know, I've, I've came out of a household where they, I saw marriage. So, it, it might be different. You know, I, I don't want nobody husband, shit. I want my own nigga. I don't want nobody husband, period. I mean, and so that's different, you know, from a man's side of it because... Even before I got married, I wouldn't say, oh, I got to have a married woman. Nah, that ain't no better thing for me. Now, if a married woman was to approach me or come my way. This was what we Before we got married. Oh. Before we was together, let me make sure I reestablish that part of it. Hmm. I would not back away, but it can only go so far based off of that person. So, honestly, I mean, I think... Married people should be off limit already, just simply because it's just a conflict of interest to create habit for any relationship. It's a call problem down the line. Speaking of speaking that shit, this verbalized truth now. I ain't <laughs> said it with ant truth. I'm just being real, y'all, because like, we going to keep 100. Like, we've been through some shit in our marriage, and you know, it is what it is. I decided to stick with my nigga because that's what I wanted to do. Ain't anybody going to take that from me. I'm going to stand 10 toes down on what I want. Ain't nobody going to make me feel no way, no how. And when I do feel like if I ever need to do out, check out for myself, I'm definitely going to do that for me because I love myself enough. But, you know, we going to keep it 100 on this podcast because I can't stand women that be like, oh, that can't be me. Oh, that'll never be me. Bitch, yes, it will be. And it can be, you know, and what you going to do. But honestly, I have seen people that say, oh, that can't be me, that won't be me. But it has been them times 20. Yes. It has been <laughs> down over and over repeatedly. So it's always somebody quick to judge, but slow to actually think and respond with a 
a positive recommendation, suggestion, or advice on how to get to that next level. To a point where, man, I have seen so many people have so much to say when it comes down to various topics, not even just marriage, relationship. But then you go back and look at what they're doing, it's like, well, dang. Which brings me to the mind of the lady that spoke about, hey, you mess up your, you got low vibration, but you eat the same thing I'm eating. So it's like, how can you judge me when you're doing the same exact thing, if not worse? <laughs> That's a two-part follow. You know, at the end of the day, I always got to be that, that unconscious bias, that critical thinking, uh, unjust or, you know, response to a point where give me something that can, can, can help me move forward or help motivate me. Don't try to give me something that going to discourage me make me get mad or upset or make me just feel any type of way because at the end of the day, I wouldn't be that friend to you. Whatever you're going through, hey, look, whatever you need, I got you. You know, as a friend, as a mentor, as a colleague, as a brother, as a sister, that's just me. At the end of the day, I'm not going to tell you anything negative because I've probably been there, done that, or went through all of it. But that's my spill on it. Okay, so it's heating up in here. Like we said, we gonna be real. We gonna talk about whatever. Because I just feel like sometimes, y'all, it just might be me. I just feel like people just be watching. They be watching for you to fail. They be watching for you to just, oh, I knew that was gonna happen. You ain't know nothing. Like, honestly, like, stop trying to dissect people's lives. And, like, I hate that with people. Like, don't, like, I don't care about what people got going on. The people that be thinking you care. I be in my own world. I be trying to figure out how I'm gonna get some money. How I, what, I'm, what my kids gonna do next week? I just be wanting to be more so on the positive side, like for real. I'm not no negative person unless you bring negative uh, negativity to me, honestly. But yeah, that's just how I am. I'm not gonna bother nobody. If you do something to me, I'm gonna speak my truth and I'm gonna call you first directly. Period. And ain't gonna hit social media unless I talk to you. And if you're on that shit, I'm gonna be on that shit. That's just how. That's how I roll. I agree. I mean, cause hey, look, you got time. I got time. Like I say, and that's one thing I always see where people tend to take everything to social media versus picking up the phone, sending out a message, or even just coming over just to talk. It's like nowadays, you know, social media is a platform just to tell somebody what's going on in your life, just get noticed, just get likes, just to prove a point. It's like it's needed for validation to a point where... Don't get me wrong, I like social media, but if you ever look at your social media, it's going to be all somebody trying to validate their life, validate their relationship, validate what's going on. If you had that much time to record every second of your life, every second of your relationship, how can you enjoy it? I mean, t take me for granted, you know, I get dinged a lot just simply because I don't post my every move, every life on social media to a point where... Let's just say I, my white anniversary came up. I didn't post everything we did, but I posted what I wanted to. I posted what I wanted the world to see. But in the world, they're thinking that they know me based off what I post in my content. No, that's not the case. Because everything I do is not everybody's concern. It's not everybody's motive. You know, because at the end of the day, people do have underlying motives. They want to see what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it, where you're doing it at. I mean, if I go take a trip today, 
Hey, I'm finna sit here and enjoy myself. I'll probably take one picture. Yeah, a picture can say a thousand words, but them thousand words, baby, I don't need them right now. <laughs> I'm he, just being honest. He, you know, he being honest. He's not a social media person, but I am, and I'm gonna post what I want to post. Period. But if I need to be a social media person, I will be. Don't get me wrong. I mean, one thing I have learned in this life of mine is that in order to stay relevant, to stay evolving, you have to stay innovative. So I guess that innovative is staying with on that social media platform, being involved, getting those likes, getting those comments, putting that content out, and making it sell itself. So hey, look, I'm that's just what it is. You all for it? I'm all for it. All right, so that's what just I take on it. So hopefully you guys will continue to tune in to verbalize truth. Like we say, we're gonna invite some people in, um, family. And everybody, like, we want everybody to be big on this. Um, I just want, like, especially, like, with Anthony and me, like, I, I want this to be open dialogue for guys because I just feel like sometimes they can't express their stuff on certain stuff. And so, you know, I'm very excited for him on his new brand, and I'm definitely going to support. I'm definitely going to be your co-host when ain't nobody else here. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep talking whenever you need me. I'm going to be right here with you. So um, that's, that is what it is. I hope you guys enjoyed the icebreaker, and uh, let us know what you think. All right, guys. That's a wrap. Verbalize true. We out.